Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk about a part of my life that I do share with you guys a little bit um, about the kids and about um, my daily responsibilities and things like that. But I want to talk with you specifically about my role in my homeschool life. So, I homeschooled my oldest son, who's now 17. I homeschooled him second through the end of fourth. Um, He went to public school um, from the end of fourth all the way to eighth. And in eighth grade, we decided, okay, let's pull him out and we're going to homeschool again. So eighth grade became his next homeschool year. And then I homeschooled him from eighth all the way up to his senior year which is now, which is um, a very emotional year for me. I'm very, very close with my boys. They're my sweethearts. They're my littles. Um, Samuel has been homeschooled since he was also um, at the end of his second grade year. And he's never went back into public school. He's now in eighth grade, uh, seventh grade. Oh my gosh, I'm giving him older than he is. He's now in seventh grade. And I'll continue to homeschool him until he becomes a senior. And so, without having the ability to do all of the homeschool groups because of my time constraints, because I work full-time as well, I've pretty much done homeschooling completely on my own. And that means I've been the administrator, I am the teacher, I'm the guidance counselor, I am the enrichment specialist, I am the field trip organizer, (laughs) I can keep going, curriculum specialist, which that's what my degree is in anyway, Um, I have the certification K-12 curriculum specialist, but you know, I'm great when it comes to, you know, organizing our semesters and doing our course scheduling and keeping up with our agendas and planning events. We instituted homeschool Saturday last year, so we really increased our homeschool, you know, just adventure time instead of just being strictly by the books during the week. And I've learned to make it work. But I've always had this feeling, and you don't have to tell anybody I said this, but I've always struggled with this feeling of, well, and what, is what I'm doing enough? Is what I'm providing for my children enough? And I've come to realize that this is a common human nature experience, that we go through this as parents, whether or not we're in the public school, private, homeschool, 
charter school systems like whatever you decide to do you always wonder you know maybe maybe not maybe you feel like everything is provided and you you got that um security but i've always been like well you know i'm wondering you know how is this going to be at the end and when i say at the end i'm talking about senior year so i did everything that i could to model his experiences after a high school experience and because i work in a high school it makes it a lot easier for me because i get the feel of it i get the nature of it i get the understanding of the expectations i taught with a lot of people teachers my principal um, and my principal really helped me because he gave me uh, very early on solomon's uh, ninth grade year he gave me advice early on and let me know hey you know these are some things these are internship hours he needs this is kind of the expectation i've put my kids up and and they were all you know in college and and these were kind of the avenues that we took and we talked about jujitsu and his gym time and and how much he puts into that as a year-long sport and he really helped me get some things into perspective and so i came up with a game plan and we tackled it one semester and one summer at a time for volunteer work for programs for internships for his academic success his ap classes and then his career and college promise classes which now he'll have 30 credit hours to transfer in to uh, whatever college he chooses but this whole time it's like okay you know i can't push him too much he still also is a child you know i've got to let him enjoy um his time too and we've got to do more things we've got to do more things together because i felt like okay we're running out of time and so the homeschool saturdays have been a blessing for me and i know for sam too um and solomon and it just gives us a chance to just hang out and be together and so with the homeschool application process for college, I, it was a little intimidating now to not let me start making like it was an easy piece of cake thing. Um, he wrote his essay. He, he did that when he was in one of his English college classes. And, and he um, had his professors look over that from Career and College Promise. And that was great. Um, he had an uh, admissions counselor to give him some advice. That was great in one of the camps. So we took tons of notes in one of the camps. And the camps pretty much were the biggest help to me because I got to go to parent sessions. I got to go to um, all kinds of open houses. I took them to like nine tours. So we were constantly doing college tours starting the summer of his sophomore year. And that was huge for me because it taught me the vocabulary that I needed to be able to navigate into the system. So on August 1st, we applied to 10 schools. And I know you're thinking, what? You did what? Yes, we did. We did reach schools. My friend told me she hates that word, but that's what they called them at the camp. Um, and then we did um, those, I forgot what the medium schools were called, like schools that you know you have a pretty good chance of getting into um, and then your safe schools and so they put them into categories and they were like you know make sure you apply to these three different categories up to five schools well we doubled our chances 
um, spent a lot on application fees and all of that, but we felt like it could pay off in the end and we could see what scholarships, what packages he would be able to get. Um, we followed all of their advice about admissions and financial aid dates and deadlines and all of that. So we got our stuff in on August 1st, like the day the portal opened, the common apps were done. And then we didn't have to worry about it anymore, or so I claimed. But in the back of my mind, it was always, you know, did I do enough to help my child prepare for college? And I know he's ready for the coursework, that's not it, but to get accepted, like, did I do enough? Is he going to be competitive? And when we got our first yes back, he was so grateful and he was like, Mama, I got a yes. So if it all else, hey, I got one. And I'm like, whoop, whoop, we got one. And that's how it started. And then it moved on to, oh, I got another one. And oh, I got a $130,000 scholarship. And oh, I got a $90,000 scholarship. And then, oh, I got a full scholarship. And then it's four in. And we have packages and we can look at the different packages and see how much do we have to to pay for after all of the bottom line for private tuition and things like that and it ended up where he did get a full scholarship out of the four that he initially applied you know like the the safe schools he got a full ride and we're like thank god you know we have that opportunity for my child now to go to college um well we were waiting and I mean every day going to the mailbox because we knew January was going to be the day. And on Friday, we still didn't receive anything. Now, I'm telling you guys, every single day, there's this expectation of is it going to be the day. And so, I was just on Facebook, ch scrolling through, checking out everything from back home and, and, you know, friends and family. And one of Solomon's friends that I'm friends with his mom... Um, they had tagged that they got their notification on the portal. And I'm like, okay, portals, let me tell you. This isn't the, like in the old days when we used to get the letters in the mail. Um, you go to the portals. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. So I run upstairs and I'm like, Solomon, check your portals. And so he checked his first portal. And these were schools that are highly selective schools. And so this is where my heart was like. And then I was trying to pray. I was like, let's pray first. I was like, know that you got in. Know that you've got this full scholarship. And he was like, I know, Mama. It's okay. However it is. And then as soon as he clicked it, it said, congratulations. And y'all, I immediately broke down in a flood of tears. Like, so proud. Um, beyond proud. Then... He clicks on his next goal. This one, I believe, is his secret desire of his heart. And the Lord knows these things. Um, and it says, congratulations. And he stands up. And he gives me a hug. And we're hugging. And he's just got this complete look of joy on his face. Because I know it felt good to him. He has worked extremely hard. And I'm, I'm so proud of him. And I'm like, baby, you know, you did it. And um, I'm, you know, telling the family. Um, his dad is so excited. You know, we're just like over the moon, guys. And I'm like, okay, what we doing? What we doing this weekend? Homeschool Saturday is not just, you know, going to a museum or doing something. We're going on campus. 
pick the first one you want we're gonna go and we're gonna walk around and um and then um we did that we went and we hung out and we ate in one of the um student centers and um just hung out in there on the chair in the chairs and kind of like felt the atmosphere and just watched um it was on a busy day it was game day at the university um people were were not everywhere but there was a lot more movement than when we had went out in the summertime uh, we walked the entire um, main campuses there's we walked through two of the main campuses I walked up and down like the shopping streets and all of that and it's such a huge university like amazing and beautiful and we come home and he has to make decisions and he knows that he's got time and he goes well you know we'll go to the next one so in a couple of weeks two or three weeks from now we'll be doing another one of these tours and just spend the day and go hang out and have a good time and then after that hopefully by then the packets will come and the financial packets are what we're waiting on now. It's almost like it's, okay, we got accepted. Oh, say that breath. Now we gotta see what do our packages look like as far as the payments and all of that. Um, so continue to pray for us as we go through this season of um, not knowing still. Um, we are waiting on the Ivy League choices. So my son did apply to Harvard and Cornell. Um, we're waiting on um, on those and hey that can't told us to do reach schools well he's reaching for it isn't he um, and who knows I will say that he has a chance just like um, I've always said he's had a chance for all of his choices and so I'm just gonna continue to pray and see what the Lord does um, in the life of my children and I'm just so blessed and honored to be their mama and this homeschool experience has been absolutely phenomenal for me um, and just all of the opportunities you know that students get in the public school homeschool families can get those as well we just might have to put a little bit more work um, in those like we have to do the planning whereas all we'd have to do in the past is just sign the field trip form or, you know, someone makes an announcement at school and says, oh, apply for this internship. And then we have to go online and look for creative opportunities for our children. And um, unless you're in the groups and y'all do the forums and things like that, but you can make it work, trust me. Um, and my child is living proof that he can be competitive. Um, getting his college course credits and um, that's going to save us money in the long run. He's not going to have much longer for undergraduate. He's got two and a half semesters, maybe three. Um, I mean, two and a half years, up to three years, according to how these transfer credits go. Uh, plus, he has AP credits that will transfer from his AP test. And so, I'm just tickled, y'all. I'm, I'm so excited. It's, it's almost like I'm still like in this shock mode. Um, it was so emotional Friday night that yes I did continue to homeschool through it but all I wanted to do was just go in a room and just praise God continue to worship and praise God and just cry 
for hours. Um, all of those, you know, tears that I had built up. I didn't even know that, you know, I could cry that much over such a thing. But um, I cried when he got the full scholarship because I know what that means, too. That means that, you know, if the other colleges don't provide him with a package that we can do, um, he still can receive a wonderful education. Um, and I, I'm just, I love that. And the thing is, is that we want choices and we want options for our children. And we want to be able to, to have our children, you know, be able to make informed decisions. And so now we're just going to continue to pray as a family. I'm going to continue to take him to these tours. We're just going to go walk campuses. We're just going to go hang out. And each, you know, each time that we get these opportunities, you know, I'll find different things for us to do and explore and see so he can get a little bit more of the feel of the place of you know how would that feel and be for him if he chooses to do this for you know his next three years of his life and of course it's all going to change when he gets there but I, I at least want him to to feel acclimated to the places um, he did get accepted to two out-of-state schools already and he was like at this time He's saying, no, let's not worry about doing the tours for those just yet because the packages, um, even though he did receive scholarships, we still have a high dollar amount that we have to pay a year. Um, so if you do that and calculate it and you divide it by four instead of three for a four-year degree, I mean, it's pretty, pretty good overall when you look at it in that sense. However, we live month to month, and so we have to be very practical and realistic about what we can do. Um, and I have been praying and praying for increase, and um, the Lord gave me Psalm 85 this morning, which I am so thankful that the Lord um, always um, delivers His Word to me in a fresh and a new way. And waking up from my sleep with Psalm 85 on my heart just an amazing way to to wake up so guys i would just love it if you would pray for me um i know that you say why haven't you been making the podcast well one i've been doing a lot of family things we've had a lot of family things going on and sometimes that has to take precedent but i've had a lot of coaching conversations with people on my way to work so i'll drive i'll get ready to start making the podcast and this is a funny story I also can think and tell how tired I am. I'll make the podcast. I'll be in the middle of it, and I'll get a phone call. And it'll be one of the other coaches. It'll be a teacher. And they're needing coaching. And I'm like, okay. So I'll talk with them. However, it cuts off the podcast. So I have to save it really fast. Well, then by the time I come back to it at the end of the day, I have no clue at all what I just spoke about that very morning because you know me there's no scripts there's no planning there are no show notes there are no uh, bullet points I'm not reading anything from a prompt I'm sitting here in a car driving and so I'm just speaking from my heart with you guys every day and so they'll make oh my gosh I forgot what I was talking about I don't remember where I left off and so I have to delete all of these recordings and this is happening so frequently now that um one of my friends suggested that I put it on um, like a sleep mode. 
However, if I do that, what if one of these coaching positions, you know, that with my job, like what if they really um, would need my service for that day? I want them to feel that I am available. However, it is at 6 a.m. in the morning, which is my protected time. So I've got to do better at um, what I'm telling my people to do in their protected time. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to stand by that. So, I'm glad I got to make this video, and I mean this podcast, even though it's not really about writing at all, it's about my children and homeschooling and how excited I am to be able to um, celebrate these kind of successes. Well, all right. I will definitely talk to you guys later, and I hope that y'all have a blessed one, and I'll talk with you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it. I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon.